Hello, folks. This is Wild Fang from the Wild Street Fighting Podcast, or the Wild Fang Podcast, depending on who you ask. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are certain creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. You can make money for your podcast with no medium listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Please. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com and get started. Have fun. Hello. How's everybody doing? Welcome to the Wild Fame Podcast. And where it's a simple podcast... When where you don't have too much to do. You don't have to do too much. We don't do too much, guys. Today's not going to be a super long episode. My name, of course, is always going to be Wild Fang. Let me lower the music slightly. As you can see, I'm mysterious today. Sagna. So today, if anybody joins, they join. If they're not, if not. We are doing a solo dolo podcast today, if not. I don't know, I guess. How have you guys been? It's been a long fucking time since we did a podcast. Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. This feels new, unnatural. But I, Wildfang, will. I love spirit going to chat. What the fuck? Hello, how are you? Hello. Oh man, that was random. I felt bad that you was gonna do this solo, so I joined. I mean, it's okay. I, I can... oh, okay, alright, bye. I'm just kidding. Alright, cool. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Uh, Hi. In this, we're gonna chat about how gay Galactic Carnage is. Hi. This is the podcast we're gonna set up. Alright. Alright. <clears throat> first things first, I wanna get through some things, you know. This ain't gonna be super long, you know. We get back in the rhythm probably next week, hopefully. Uh, but right now, uh, me, Wild Fang, we're just gonna go through the motions for this one podcast. Okay, first things first, wrestling, 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 wrestling. Have you seen anything wrestling lately? Uh, I saw a shit ton more people got cut. Saw some BS. Yeah. Yes, there's been a lot of cuts recently. We lost a shit ton of people. Uh, we never talked about the NXT rebrand from the black and gold to uh, rainbow color. And it is very fucking stupid. To me. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Like right now, War Games, the main War Games match is black and gold versus 2.0. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much the old NXT, the, the last bit of the old heads that haven't been fired yet. Versus uh, the newcomers. Yeah. Which I have a feeling. I haven't even seen it, but I have a feeling that they're just going to give it to the newcomers just because. Yeah, I'm watching uh, I'm watching it as we speak. It's uh, Right now, the women's NXT game, War Games match ended, and uh, it was high. It, it was high. But uh, I do want to talk. start off with NXT. It, it just, I don't know. Why recently? Why they made the change to 2.0? And 2.0 is literally terrible. They wanted to hit that demographic. 
uh, the younger crowd and stuff like that. That's also, if you notice, probably actually the main reason why Mandy Rose got sent back down there because they wanted, oh, okay, well, let's have a sexy woman or whatever that, you know, dressed in these little scandalous outfits and stuff because that'll grab, you know, young men, young boys, young men, men's attention and stuff like that, a hot piece of ass. Pretty much. And it, uh, to me, it's annoying because NXT 2.0 has just been, I, I haven't been invested. I, I'm trying and Sorry. I, and I try, like, but I, I don't. I'm not invested. I'm just, just like, there's the newcomers. There's this. There's that. And I'm like, Vince, stick, stick keep your hands out of your son-in-law's shit, please, God. Stay out of his shit. There's a reason why when Triple H walks out, they chant TXN. Enough. He's Damn. not. He's you. You're ugly. He's not even there at the moment and stuff. Cause remember he had the uh, uh, what surgery was it? The heart surgery or some shit? Cause yeah. he had like a stroke or something or whatnot. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my man is. But it just brings it all at the end of the day that Triple H still works for Vince McMahon. NXT is still WWE. NXT Vince still owns that. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, all of they still work for Vince McMahon. So Vince just never really bothered NXT because he just didn't really kind of have to because at the time there was no AEW. What the fuck just happened to my computer? Sorry. At the time there was no AEW. Now there's an AEW. They went up against AEW and lost, not by all their own fault, but because somebody wanted them to, and now being punished for it. So, hey, all these people you had a hand in, cut, gone, goodbye. And we're going to change everything, do those other kind of stuff, and then, yeah. Yeah. And since so far, like I said, it's just been... It, like I said, man, it's just been it's just been weird for me lately. And, like I said, I don't know half the new people that are coming there. It's just... It's just fucking... I just don't care. And they're like, oh man, it's the new stuff. But then WWE had the bull nerve to put themselves in a, on a survey. And people, they, one of the questions was, do you guys like the story, uh, the entertainment story, or did you like the wrestling from before? I was like, but the wrestling before told the story. Which, if you ever ask me, hey, Wild Fang, which one do you enjoy better? The stories that a wrestler tells when they're wrestling? Or do you rather hear about the nonsense before the story? Then I'm like, half the time, I don't really care about the nonsense. But NXT had the right balance of mainly story, and then they would talk about fucking... The, let's just say they would have the right amount of story and the right amount of story in the ring, so therefore, I was able to pay attention to an NXT match and deeply care. At this point, with the 2.0 stuff, it's like, I don't know who Braun Breaker really is. I really don't care. And My thing is that why the fuck would I care when guess what? Having people go up to the main roster and you just end up cutting them. Yeah. Or shit, some of them don't even have to go to the main roster. He can cut anybody from NXT, blah blah blah, from NXT too. NXT is not excluded from that. It's just less likely. But why the fuck? Why, why would I care? Why would I sit here and invest? Why invest my time when guess what? Why am I sitting here and getting so hyped and saying, oh my god, I love Dexter Loomis. He's probably about to end up, oh my god, can you imagine they're going to have Dexter Loomis going to the main roster and my man's just going to start talking. Ugh. Huh. 
Why get invested in anybody? Why even watch the show anymore? I, I don't. Really I can just look at social media or whatever like that and see what the fuck I miss. Yeah, I also I do the same thing, and that's what I do with the main roster all the time. I, I just don't care. Yeah, but they try to make you care, and they make millions of dollars. Yeah, I know. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't really care. I don't really give a fuck. But Jesus Christ, what the hell? I damn sure don't give a fuck. Yeah, I've been stuck caring. You know, I've been stuck caring. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> One day, one day wrestling would go back to what it is. Like right now, it has been it's AEW, and then apparently all these talents are going, getting freed up, going to these other independents, going back to you know the, some people going to TNA Impact, you know. So hey, oh wow, yeah, some people all are going to Impact. Shut up. Some people are going everywhere, and it's hilarious to me. Well, unfortunately. Not everybody can go to AEW, nor I think everybody should go to AEW. Yeah, that's that's actual facts. <sighs> Some people can go to New Japan, although you know with the you know with the Delta variant now there's the uh, Omarion cousin variant. People are less likely to travel. Wow. Uh, out, of, out, um, out of the country, but yeah, but yeah, like I said, it's just it's it's fucking. At this point, it's just fucking annoying to me. It's, it's, it's why we're getting the nonsense. Especially with the one brand that I was like, the only could really competing with fucking AEW. Legitimately. Literally only one thing confer- it, it, it was the old NXT. This, this new NXT is crap. I don't care. Nobody can tell me that you really care about the new NXT. What is happening? No, I don't. Yeah, a lot. Of, you're not the only one in that. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the nonsense. Thinking about but Imperium is still good. I just wonder what the fuck happened to Walter. Is he still doing a, a injury track? Like, did he actually get injured? I think so. Okay, that's probably. Oh, excuse me. That's probably what ended up happening. I think he would. Uh... It's an injury or something. All right. Well, as long as you know Walter's okay, um, cause that shit is. I, I hope I hope he's okay. But moving on. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the main roster of WWE. Oh Lord, it's. When was the last time we talked about the main roster the WWE? Jesus Christ. Last time we did a podcast? Jesus Christ. Oh my goodness. Hey, first things first. I I believe it was Dark Wave that he was like the Roman experiment. The Roman thing is getting boring now. At this point, it is, it is genuinely boring. I don't really care about it anymore. He's probably going to hold the belt all next year, too. He's probably going to end up holding the belt for a hot-ass minute. Because at this point, who the hell else? Again, I say this almost every fucking time. It's WWE's fault because they don't build people. And they cut half the, more than half of it. They kind of realize 80, almost like 100 fucking people. 
So, then unfortunately we got stuck seeing the same faces over and over and over and over again. So it's like, okay, who's next for Roman? Okay, we're going to get Brock Lesnar. You know, they didn't want to about to sit here and get a boat to Brock Lesnar after how much they have built up Roman Reigns. They might as well, as, as boring as Roman has gotten and getting on my nerves and stuff like that, it's just like, okay, alright, but oh, you might as well just keep the fucking ball on him. At least we see him every Friday, but... Or we don't need to whatever. see him every Friday. Is no, what I'm saying. Not, yeah. We do not need to see Roman every goddamn Friday. No, we don't. But you get my point. At least, goddamn it, he's there. At least, you know, it, it's just they just need to do something different and stuff. Because then it's like you can't always just all right. We got the Usos come out. The Usos get their ass whooped. Well, then he tries to hit sneak attack, sneak surprise, blah blah. blah okay, this and that. Oh, okay. Um, one thing that they could probably do to keep every keep it maybe a little bit fresh if they just go ahead and just add Naomi in there. You know, they can do that. Get a woman in there. You know, Sonya's been fucking with her. And you can get Roman to be like, alright, look. Uh, yeah. I want to charge here, blah, blah, blah. You've been fucking around. And then just kind of get that thing going. And, you know, that way you can kind of pair them. You know, have some women joints kind of paired off with it. You know, just to keep it somewhat fresh, a little bit different, interesting, whatever. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, this shit is it's, it's boring. Uh, like Roman. Well, I like the the hear Roman at this point in his career. I'm like, yo, your 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 help, your help sucks. First of all, I can't take the Uso seriously no more. I I don't know. Is it just me? Am I the only I one? That no, oh, no, 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 no. I I can't either. Yeah, I, I can't take them seriously because at this point they kind of suck. And I'm like, you guys. You go in there and you get your ass handed to you. You just lost to the other. You just lost at Survivor Series, which we will get to Survivor Series. But you lost there, and like, come on, guys. You, do you know? <laughs> do you know? Like, what the fuck is at going on, guys? Time, at one point in time, we were sitting here and saying that Usos was like actually in the in the contendership or in talks of like being one of the greatest tag teams in WWE history. Now you look at them now, it's just like mm. I don't give a fuck. That's the thing even worse. I'm like, guys, it's just like mm. you guys are literally terrible. Remember when they was like just spitting just hot fire ass promos and firing up everybody? Yeah, that was the uh... <sighs> Uso penitentiary. That that was that was the shit. That was legit the shit. Yeah. We have shirts. We we have day one ish shirts and beanies, matching beanies. Of course we do. But unfortunately, like I said, we can't uh we, we just can't no more because at this point, man, I I can't take them seriously. And now they're just a part of the family and I'm like, Oh yay, you guys are a part of the family. <laughs> yay. It's almost it's almost too boring. It very much still is. I'm bored. Yeah, it's hilariously boring sometimes. And I'm like, oh, the Usos are going to invade. Oh, the Usos get to ass. Oh. Like, just, just, if I was, like, fucking Roman, I'd be like, bro, just, just stay out of the match. I got it. And then Roman does something like, um, like the guillotine or something. Yeah, whatever. Also, what was the point of Sami Zayn getting the number one contendership? Uh, so he gets some TV time. What the fuck? That was the waste of the. That was a waste of TV time. Just need to get some TV time. Jesus Christ! That was a waste of TV time. 
I'm like, dude, you were on the TV for all of 30 seconds. And then Brock Lesnar was like, you should cash it in and fight him today. And he forced him to do it. And I was like, you guys, you're dead ass right now. And then he lost. And then I was just like, whatever. Like, at this point, I'm just like, I, I don't care. Sami Zayn wasted Sami Zayn. Because Sami Zayn, back in the day, was one of the greatest fucking NXT stars. He's one of the greatest talents I've ever seen. But nope. Man was fucking stupid. And now he's just... Hey, you know, you, you know who else was also really great? And people, there was the rumors going around after the Survivor Series that NXT was part of, that he was uh, actually... Uh, Vincent Man actually saw really good things about him and actually was giving him praise. Uh, Keith Lee. And guess what? He, he got uh, he, got, he got his papers. Yeah, he got released. You mean Bearcat so. Lee. Keith Bearcat Lee. Because because after figuring out Keith you gotta do the growl he had nothing to do with that the you have to do the growl no Burr. nope <laughs> Jojo and Justin looking at me like what the fuck yeah Keith, Keith Bearcat Lee um Bearcat it was was stupid um, shit was fucking stupid it was it was and it also it also released his fiance too oh, this looks nice I'd rather yeah I, w- I would agree to that because I-, I wouldn't want my fiance working for this shitty company. Well, Malachi Black is in to do it. I mean, she fucked up. She fucked up. She ain't fuck up. Oh, excuse me, Queen Zelina. You know, I'm not calling her that. Zelina hasn't wrestled properly in years, so I don't give a fuck. Remember when she was Andrade's partner and she would do some shit? Remember that? Remember? She do her Kalana here and there and then there. Yeah, that was fun times. Now it's just like, uh, I have to watch you look like a jackass. <laughs> Ooh. Um, the next, I think I want to talk about, uh, <laughs> Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair not being friends anymore. Um, have you looked up on that? Uh, I, okay. Before we get into that, because yeah, I kind I have, but can, before I can get into that, can somebody please tell me what the fuck Becky is doing with her goddamn hair? Like, is she a fucking Batman villain? Like, what the fuck is going on with this hair and these outfits she be wearing? Like, this is girl. Are you about to go to a wrestling match, or are you about to go try to destroy the city of Gotham? Like, what are you doing? Makes sense. I don't know. No one Shit, it just looks ridiculous. I'm like, yo, who is? Ah, God, my God. Anyway, um, but yeah, I could. I read up on that. Um, about you know, Becky was saying, oh, we're not as close, you know, as we used to be. This and that and that. Excuse me. Um, you know, women and stuff like that. And putting fault. Hold on. Uh, uh, ma'am. Thank you. Um. Been put, uh, it's not like you know Becky was kind of putting fault with Charlotte, and then just back and forth, back and forth. But quite honestly, I think it's both women to sit here and blame, especially when you know Becky and her coming up and stuff like that. Uh, you can definitely see how Charlotte was like, oh well, you know this and that, and, that, and blah blah blah. You can already tell with Charlotte and how you know her ego, her head is too goddamn big. But then I can also see Becky because apparently, you know, everybody been gassing Becky to fuck up that now she has a big ass head. So two big headed ass women not gonna fit in the same goddamn room. Yeah, 
Yeah, that actually makes sense. So of course they would sit here and have some goddamn problems. It's the same kind of. Sony I'm sorry. Go ahead. Beat the shit out of Charlotte that that during their title exchange. She's about to beat the shit out of Charlotte in the back from rumors and everything. Charlotte was about to get her ass whipped because she was so rude with the title exchange. I don't even think that it was like reading this, the reports and stuff on it. Yeah. I don't even think that it was. I think both women in this situation actually was somewhat in the wrong. Like as much as I like don't particularly not a fan of Charlotte or whatever like that, but I'm not gonna sit here and also excuse Becky as well. Yeah. Because she's been gassed the fuck up as well. So I I'm gonna just say both women in that situation and stuff like that was at fault. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I do miss the fact that I miss the four horsemen when they were not, you know, pig headed. But um One's on an injury. One is literally still amazing, but, you know, technically by herself in a division full of fucking weaklings. One Charlotte fucking Flair, because no one... Uh, Charlotte, I can't lose a big match because I, I would like to get the title all the time. And Becky, I came back from pregnancy and immediately won a belt in five seconds just to embarrass a new talent for some fucking reason. Yeah, I... And guess what? But, but WWE has nobody to blame for Charlotte's attitude and how it is. It's like having a spoiled child. You sit here and give your child whatever you want, all the candy, don't let them go home, uh, whatever they fuss to. They're like, okay, I'm going to get you mad. And they grow up and they be even a more spoiled, rotten brat as a teenager. Yeah. And then you're now sitting there crying saying you need help and stuff. Guess what? Nobody to blame but yourself. WWE has nobody to blame about Charlotte's attitude and behavior but themselves. She would not have been able to go anywhere else with that fucking attitude. Doesn't matter. Go to Tony Khan and be like, oh, well, I need to sit here. Uh, hey, all right, Charlotte. So you got to know you did have some good matches and stuff like that. Um, your next opponent is uh, Chris Statlander. And uh, Chris is over at Spot. She's a good baby face, this and that and that. And we're going to go ahead and get the title, have her title, you know, have her, uh, you know, you put her over. Well, I don't want to do that, this and that and that. Uh, now nah, I can have the title for a bit longer. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm a player. Woo! And actually do this, and that don't make any sense. And hey, so, um, yeah, so we're gonna have you get put Chris Statlander over. And you need to actually sell the fucking, the bumps and stuff. You need to actually fucking sell it. Okay? Thanks. Yeah, no. That wouldn't work anywhere else. That would not, she would not be able to sit here and do that anywhere else. That's why when at first Andrade was like, Oh, I want my family here, AEW, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, no. She can stay her ass right the fuck there. Ain't nobody else taking none of that fucking ego. Her ego and her attitude problem is just... It's, it's so inflated. It's like... It's enough for any goddamn women's division just by itself alone. Yeah. And then she got mad at people because people was like, why did she have to win the title? Yay. And she's like, well, I never won this title. And everybody was like... What the fuck? <laughs> you won the title multiple times. You won multiple right, times. Right, like, like, girl, girl, shut the fuck up. Like, please stop it. <laughs> like, you've won the title so many times that people legitimately stop caring. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, when people are like, oh, come on, man, I don't want to watch Charlotte for win another match. Fuck it. And she wonders why she gets backlash every time she wins a fucking match. Even if she's the babyface, she's gonna be the heel. That's like how Goldberg is always the or, fucking heel. Whenever you sit here and yeah, or you're in a feud, you don't have to sit here and then all right, 
perfect, perfect example. The Darby Allen CM Punk match. We, everybody and their grandmama, Stevie Wonder knew Darby Allen was not going to win this. Yeah. CM Punk's first match back in like how many years? CM Punk in the ring again in how many years? CM Punk doing his promos and stuff like that and the shit with Darby Allen. And how long? And he's in a wrestling match, his first wrestling match. And you thought that Darby Allen was going to win? Absolutely the fuck not. But guess what? Darby Allen came out still looking fucking good in that match. Yep. He went up against, uh, even with him going up against fucking MJF. Even him and MJF have not even had a goddamn, have not wrestled each other yet. They literally had, and they called it the War of Words. Because, you know, MJF is hot. Oh my god, I love MJF. His fucking promo skills. His promo skills. Goddamn. And then CM Punk still fucking got it. They called that episode the War of Words. And they legit was firing each other up. That shit was funny. When he said, my man said, the only way you can get to the top is if you wait for Tony Khan to have a daughter and then you marry her. I was like, first of all, got fucking fired. Second of all, goddamn. But MJF, even though CM Punk fired MJF up, MJF still came out that on top. He was still talked about on Twitter, on, on, on Instagram. He still came out looking good. Yeah, because he's... So it's nothing wrong with putting over talent. It's nothing wrong with, guess what? Okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to say this. We can kind of make it seem like it's a little shoot or like or work joint or whatever like that. Let's say this, let's say that. And you can go back and forth with this. And then, you know, same thing with having matches and stuff like that. Yes, CM Punk has been winning his matches. First of all, it's CM Punk. But here's the thing, though. Every match or every promo and confrontation he's been getting in with, with people, mm-hmm. they're coming out looking better. Thing with Danny Bryan. Hey, bad. Who are we about to that? Same thing with Danny Bryan. When you saw it was a match with Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho. Orange Cassidy came out on top of that, and Orange looks good. It proved that everybody was all like, "Oh, Orange Cassidy! All he does is he's just a comedian." He just puts his hands in his pocket. Chris Jericho is probably like, all right, let's, uh, let me go ahead and be in a match with Orange and show people hey, Orange can actually fucking wrestle. And what the fuck did Orange do? He actually fucking wrestled. Orange, Orange can Orange wrestle. Comedian wrestler. You said what? Orange is a comedian wrestler until he has to fight you for real. Exactly. And that's what he did with the, uh, and now he's about to be in the shit with the elite. Yep. With certain stuff. When you look at, Certain their, their talents and stuff like that. Now, it was difficult, I will say, when you had the TBS Championship, uh, one of like the the uh, one of the finalists and stuff, one of the finalist matches was Ruby Soho versus Chris Statlander. I love both women. I particularly kind of, I, I want to say, just I particularly have a soft spot for Chris Statlander. I just absolutely love Chris. And she's kind of a, a she's an AEW homegrown talent. Yeah. Um, I kind of it was kind of a difficult thing because it was like they could this can go either way. They can either give this to Chris, or they could have had Chris go over, or they could have had Ruby go over. Ruby went over. Um, of course you got the people that was a little bit pissed off about that because they was like, oh, AEW is pushing more WWE talent, and you know giving them you know 
neglected their AEW homegrown talent, blah, 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 because they had Miro had the TNT championship, even though I'm pretty sure people fucking forgot who held on to the goddamn title before Miro, which is Darby Allen, right, and who beat Cody Rhodes. Like, people are just so fucking stupid. But it's just certain stuff and how they do it correctly. You, it has nothing wrong with, okay, you want to have Charlotte win. What the fuck ever. But what is it? I, don't, I just don't understand the whole point and problem. Or not the whole point. I just don't understand the whole point about this whole championship stuff. Some feuds or whatever like that don't really need championships. Becky did not need to take the fucking title from Bianca Belair. Charlotte Flair, my God, does not need another fucking championship. Y'all got two women that sit here, all this issues and stuff, back and forth, back and forth. They didn't need the fucking championships. They really didn't need that. Some feuds, just let it be a fucking blood feud and call it a goddamn day. This woman, my our Instacart driver, she is legit not even trying to find replacements. She is just straight up fucking... Just refund and shit. Like, ma'am, can you fucking find replacements for shit? Well, see, who's WWE? What the fuck? Can she... Can we do this garlic powder? Ma'am. You said blood feud. Oh, WWE? Man. And blood feuds? Hey. <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Darkwave? It's been a brick. We were just talking about, you know... What was the last thing? Oh, yeah, how, uh... How there's no talent being built up on WWE, pretty much. We also talked about NXT 2.0. How it, you know, how no on that. As long Wagner just got destroyed by oh, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly. And that was hilarious. Uh, by the way, it was a great tag team match. You know, it proves that you know tag team wrestling is still a thing. You know where? Oh, in NXT. <laughs> they still got it. So yeah, it, it, it was a good tag team match between Imperium, Kyle O'Reilly, and some dude who I clearly don't know who that is. Uh, what's this country song came up? But uh, <laughs> next, we have to talk about the elephant in the room, right? And that is the brand versus brand match pay per view of NXT. No, wait, what the fuck am I talking? Survivor Series, what the fuck is wrong with me? I was thinking of NXT. I, I was confused. I was confused for a second, too. Yeah, I, my bad, my bad, my bad. I'm Damn right, you're bad. Hey, 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 shut up. It's been a while, okay? Nah, who's fault is that? We've all been busy as fuck. That's what's fault it was. we all literally yeah, been shit. busy. I don't want to hear that shit. You can kiss me on the mouth with that. Anywho, um... Uh, sir? Nope. Anywho. Oh, God. We've all been super busy. Uh, I'm glad, um... Glad to see you guys here today. I'm gonna rebrand the podcast. I call it the, uh... I'll think of a name later. I'm not really gonna change the name. It's still gonna be the Wild Fang Podcast. I'm just gonna... Yeah, yeah, Wild Fang Podcast 2.0. And I'm going to change the logo to be rainbow color. Because that's, that's normal and hip to new kids. Ugh. I agree. It is yeah. normal. It is hip. Yes, it is hip. 
even though NXT 2.0 has been literally tanking in the views. I still believe they tried to don't believe they tried to have that survey and expect people to be like, we like the entertainment more than the wrestling. <laughs> no, I agree with their sentiments. I agree with them wanting entertainment more than wrestling. Okay. Uh, somebody get Dark Wave some help. He has mental issues right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> same. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, Survivor Series. How many people watch Survivor Series? Not me. Okay. Um, I did. I remember it. I did. Survivor Series 2021 has officially has to go down as the most boring Survivor Series I have ever seen in my fucking life. I don't care what anybody says. That shit was bad. Oh, boring. That's worse. First things first. The first fucking match which had me confused was the Usos and RK Bro. First of all, why did they make the Usos lose that fucking match? You said what? RK Bro is over as fuck. Okay. That's fine. But why would you have the 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 evil faction like that lose? Because no one cares about the Usos, or it's only about Roman. The Usos yeah. are just there because reasons. What the fuck, bro? They don't Shit. care, sir. The, 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 the faction isn't about getting everyone over. The faction is only about the Roman Reigns. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But seriously, though. Shit is dumb. Uh... So I'm gonna go back to match by match. So it, we had Shinsuke versus uh, Damian Priest, and I've never seen a heel do something so stupid as to get himself disqualified so badly in a brand supremacy match. But that shit was dumb. Damian's not a heel. He was a heel. He did the heel thing of hitting what's his name with the guitar. Well, he was annoying him. That's not really being a heel. If anything, Rick Boogs was being heel. Alright, that makes sense. You're right. You're actually right. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it got, uh, what's Shinsuke? Uh, Smackdown or Raw? He's Smackdown. Smackdown. Hey, Smackdown. Yeah, he got uh, it, it fucking, like, he took the L to Raw for some reason. Uh, then there's Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair in an okay match. It was not too much. I was literally, I, I was okay with the match. It went on for about 18 minutes. It was pretty good, you know. Uh, Darkwave, did you watch that match? Did you actually think that match was good? Or what match? Charlotte Flair versus uh, Becky Lynch. I mean, it was fine, mainly because of the crowd. The matches, I mean, it was all right. All right. Nothing, you know, super spectacular. Yeah. All right. Then it was the men's five-on-five uh, five Survivor Series match in which they did the same thing they did the last time uh, with Seth Rollins when he walked out. And he was like, do your job. They pretty much copied that with uh, 
Kevin Owens as he walked out, that shit was just, it was just normal to me. I, I don't know why. It, it, it really, it really didn't. I don't think that was necessary. But uh, they also fake promoted, um, what's his name? Jeff Hardy. It made it seem like Jeff Hardy was going to win the match, but he lost at the very end as to, obviously, Seth Rollins. And it was just hilarious. I'm like, why would you try to get this man over? He's over with the crowd, and you make him lose like that. Thus, making it seem like, what the fuck is the point? Speaking of pointless, the next match was The Rock's 25th anniversary 25-man dual-branded battle royal. Now, I was deeply confused because The Rock was not there on this pay-per-view at all. Like, he, he didn't appear. And Omos won. And pizza got thrown into the crowd during COVID. Yeah, man. Oh, it's over, apparently. That's, that's probably where the fucking Omicron uh, variant came from. These motherfuckers, the the um, the Solo Cup team, uh, threw pizza into the crowd, which was the fucking weirdest thing I've seen. We're in the middle of COVID, and you're taking your bare hands and putting it on pizza and throwing it in the crowd. And I guarantee you, people was eating that shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where Omicron. That's the new variant. That's where it came from. They could actually fucking catch the damn thing. Yeah, but that's still a grown man's bare hands who was just in a wrestling match, putting his bare hands on a pizza. And throwing it into the crowd so people, some I, you actually saw a person catch it and eat it. So that shit was weird. By the way, green hat, you know he was there. A oh, green shirt. Oh, I fucking hate that guy, and I don't even know him. <laughs> I, so him. <laughs> I hate that. You guy. hate him, but you don't even know him. Why? Because he can go to all these shows. Because he goes all these shows, and we. Would you want to go to those fucking shitty shows, sir? No, I'm saying those shows are fucking garbage. But. But his hat guy, man. It's, it's, it's sure. The fact that he just wears every the, the same fucking thing. He goes to every promotion. Yeah, he does that so people know who it is. Jesus Christ, man. He wants them to it's know. It's probably like Peter Griffin, like or Stan from American Dad, just opens his closet and it's just green shirts. Yeah. But yeah, that man just literally is. It, why is he always at a pay per view? You can always recognize he's always him. The, the big. He's at the big pay per views because. Hey, hey, he wants to support. <laughs> he be at AEW as well, so. Oh, really? I didn't know. Yeah, I see him at AEW. Oh, shit. That's pretty good. All right. Uh, Doc, wait, what the fuck happened to Dexter Loomis? Who? Dexter Loomis. Who? He, the guy that didn't talk. Who? The guy with the... Haven't seen that man in weeks. Andy, Andy Hartwell's husband. Haven't seen that man in weeks. Okay, I was just making sure. I, I honestly, I haven't watched. I, I'll be honest with you. Outside of uh, this War Games, I haven't watched any, and I mean really any NXT full shows. I've only watched like highlights and clips. Me too, and I, I genuinely haven't cared to watch it. Oh. Uh. It was just a weird thing. That wedding, that wedding was nonsense. I I don't care anymore. Like that shit was weird. But uh hey, it was a wedding that actually happened. No, it didn't really actually happen. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as far as like it, there was no 
BS. It, they literally actually just said I do, and there we go. Pulled out a hatchet. He just, did everybody opposed to this? You saw it. anyone's hand raised, and he just pulled out a freaking what's it called? <laughs> a hatchet, and then everybody put their shit back down. I was like, yay! All right, cool. Oh, shit, I'll hold in. All right. Next things next. What was the next match I was gonna talk about? Oh yeah, we already talked about RK Bro versus the the Lusos or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Um, there was the women's five on five Survivor Series match. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, that was the most predictable match on the card that Bianca was gonna win it. But my problem is, why are they boosting C- Bianca back up after what the fuck they did at uh, what was that SummerSlam? Not even that, but Liv Morgan's is the number one contender, and so was Tony Storm. Yeah, what the Man, one of them, neither one of them should have been in that. I mean, one of them, you should only have one in the match, so the other one doesn't take a loss. But well, the problem with that is they don't have enough. They fired half their fucking women, so they have to. Who the fuck else was going to be there? They could have put Zia Lee in there instead of Tony Storm. Exactly. She about to get fired. They even heard these these comic book vignettes. She about to get fired in like three months. Also, uh, realistically, I, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show. I am, um, I don't know if I, I'm mean for this, but I would like to pray to God and thank Jesus for the firing of uh, two people specifically, uh, Eva Marie and Nia Jax. I'm glad they are no longer with the company. It actually, you know, makes me happy, uh, legit, that they are no longer with uh, WWE. Uh, wait, is Samojo been fired again? Oh, yeah. They can, we don't know. He ain't, they ain't say shit. Okay, yeah, he needs he to stop wrestling. Not there. Yeah, he needs to stop wrestling. Also, is what's his name still the general manager of NAC 2.0? William Regal? Regal? Yeah. Uh, probably, but we haven't heard nothing about it. Yeah, dog, I haven't heard from that guy in like weeks. All right. <clears throat> Or, you know what? Better yet, I haven't been watching in weeks. But, yeah. I've been more interested in trying to go back and watch the Adam Page versus uh, Kenny Omega match. Which I'm probably just going to buy the pay-per-view and watch that shit. Because, you know, yeah. Alright. Moving back on. Then it was the Universal Championship match versus the WWE Championship match. And quite possibly the most predictable match on the card. Uh, sir, any Roman Reigns matches. <laughs> Which at the point now when he mouthed his fail. There's no point for him being on the show. If you're gonna have him on the show is when you should have him lose the belt. Until then just have him sit home. There's no point in him being on the show. Yeah, I literally said I was like, we don't need Roman every fucking week. We can't have a We don't need him at all. Like we we, we, we don't need him at all. We don't. But Jesus he's so like they it's like you've made it's like having like a, a overall ninety nine Great wrestler on the roster of overall 60s. With the exception, you'll have that one, you'll have like 280 overalls in Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. That's about it. Yeah, but you know. Like, there's no point. It's like no point for them, for him to even be on the show. Because, I mean, he's done great work, but it's so fucking predictable, I don't give a shit. Yeah, at this point, no one really gives a fuck. It's like, oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> Romans in a feud with someone else. Who will he be today? Oh, look, oh, no. it's Drew McIntyre. Oh, no. And... Actually, this person. Oh, no. Roman Reigns is going to lose. Oh, wait, no. My bad. He hasn't lost a match. 
ever for some fucking reason. Which makes sense, that's how you build up your talent, but every week though, I don't need to see Roman Reigns. And I don't need to see his loser-ass cousins. I, re I really don't. I wish, uh, I, uh, God, I wish he had some, somebody different or more menacing. Like, Jesus Christ, I'm sick and tired of watching the Usos lose. They went from Uso Penitentiary to Roman's bitches. Like, Jesus Christ. Ugh, every week, dog. Oh, it's but, just... Like I said, there's good predictable. Mm -hmm. There's bad predictable. And, you know, early early in his run, it was fine. Because, you know, Roman had just got started. And we were seeing the character. Yeah. Now it's to a point where I just don't... Because... Even if it's like because it's not even a slight, it's not even a possibility that you know maybe just a cunt's hair, maybe they give someone else a belt. It's like kind It's like oh, Jeff Hardy's gonna be no one contender. Who cares? He's not winning against Roman Reigns. Drew McIntyre's gonna be no one contender. Who cares? He's not winning against Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar, he might give a slight like oh, will they do it? But it's like no. they really do that against Roman in this current. In this current run, I doubt it. So again, Roman Reigns wins. So yeah, at this point, on the first with that new pay per view for some fucking reason, it's going to be at this point, a, a loss again. At, at this point, you might it's like either he's gonna lose to some to someone that we're gonna be like, well, that was kind of anticlimactic, or he's gonna vacate the title and just like go Hollywood or some shit or something like that. And then even then, if he basically it vacates the title. That diminishes every person on the roster. It really diminishes everyone on the roster because that means that from here, from that time forward, Roman Reigns will probably never lose a match. <laughs> has not lost a match in over 500 days. So basically, if he vacates the title, basically, he would be unbeaten. And basically, anyone who is ever Universal Champion again, in my eyes, is garbage. Oh yeah, yeah. At this point, so it's it's almost, and the sad thing is, it's I would say, and you know, Oscar's reign was a little bit different. I'm sure people say, well, Oscar was undefeated for 900 days. Well, Oscar, yeah, but she was Oscar was none of her matches were predictable. Yeah, except for the one with Charlotte, which they fucked up. At least I was interested. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about her NXT run. Oh yeah, yeah. None of the matches, none of the matches, were predictable. And then at the end of the run, basically, she turned heel, if you want to call it a heel turn, and started to kind of like cheat to keep the belt. So you knew she was vulnerable. Yeah. Now, yes, and there has been times in Roman's run where he has been vulnerable. You know, Daniel Bryan actually made him tap out. Woo, woo, woo. But that was like four months ago. No one cares about that now. So, now it's just been smack, you know, bash him, you know, and just be on his way. A few times, you know, I guess you could say maybe the, the edge match, he was vulnerable. But even then, it's like, I guess. I don't know. I just, he just, it's just no point. It's not even good predictable at this point. Yeah, it's literally just boring. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, like I said, I said earlier, I was like, the Romans experiment is officially failing at this point. It's not failing, it's just that they built no one up for him to face. If you don't kill, if you don't build anyone, it doesn't matter how good a Roman is doing. It's like, what, what's the, what, what is the point of a great villain if you don't even have a great baby face? It goes both ways. What's the point of having a great baby face if you don't have a great villain? Yeah. So, Roman is a great villain. He's doing the best work of his life. He does not have a great baby face for you because he's so predictable. It, the matches are overly predictable because they push Roman so hard to a point where it's just he's not losing. You know, you look at um, who's another hill. You look at Seth Rollins. Look at Seth Rollins versus Ed Friday, WWE's best feud of the year. You know, Rollins isn't booked overpowered, so the matches could go either way. You can make a case for Rollins winning. You can make a case for Edge winning uh, the matches that they were in. Obviously, Edge went over in the final match. Yeah. But but you can make a case, uh, you know, you can make a case for Rollins to actually win if someone wanted to win. If they, you know, if you wanted Rollins to win. So, I don't know. If Rollins is doing better work, but I... <laughs> I, I, I enjoy Seth Rollins' matches a little bit more just because it's unpredictable. You don't know who's going like the Big E match. Yes, in a sense you can say, well, Big E's not losing the belt, but Rollins is doing is, God, is doing godlike work right now. That I can see them put, giving him the belt because he's just doing that good work. You know, you see the you see the dynamic there. Like we in our hearts, we might know he is a little bit too early for Big E to lose, but Seth Rollins hmm. is doing God tier work right now to a point where. In the back of your mind, you're like, you know, they could actually give the belt to Rollins, and it would make sense, and no one would be upset. That's how good work Seth is doing. When it comes to Roman, it's who Roman's in the match with. Sammy's like, yeah, he's not winning the match. There's no Sammy hasn't been built. Sammy hasn't done shit. He's not winning the match. Oh, Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy has been buried for like the last two years. He ain't doing. He ain't winning that belt for Roman. Not not like this. <laughs> so it's ultimately, it's just, it's just, there's no intrigue. At least with the Roman Reigns shit. I mean, I said another Roman. With the Big E and Seth Rollins, at least there's a little bit of intrigue just because you can possibly put the belt on Seth. Because yeah. Seth has been built up in a way where you can see him winning the belt. And But you can also say Big E might win because, of course, Big E just got the belt not too long ago. So. Yeah. Yeah, Biggie, Biggie is, is definitely not losing that belt anytime. So, if Biggie loses that belt, that would be weird. I mean, yeah, but Seth Rollins right now is doing the best work of his career. The Rollins is doing godlike work right now for his character. And it, it's almost to a point where if they gave Seth the belt, I would not be opposed to it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how good of work, that's how good, how much good work Seth Rollins is doing. Actually, yeah. If he, yeah, if he wasn't doing if, if he wasn't doing such good work you know I'd have been like alright you know Big E don't need Seth, Seth's a good match you know it'd have been more like Seth's a good a good match for Big E but Big E's just a good match. now it's more like you know Seth winning the belt is not so far fetched because Seth has done such great work he's been killing it and he's even got the fans sharing his fucking song oh shit you're right so, 
right now, like I said, it's just, it's just, it's just. <laughs> but yeah, uh, why? Well, I'm not gonna say the Roman experiment failed. I shouldn't have said Roman experiment. Failed. I should have said Roman Reigns is just. WWE has failed. WWE has failed Roman because there is no credible baby faces for him to face. Yeah. And no matter how, no matter how great work you're doing. Yes, in the first few months it's great because Roman is just finding the character. Eventually, as it goes on, you know you need you need to keep having competent baby faces to to give him a reason. If Roman doesn't have good baby faces to foil him, what's the point? Being a heel is all about having you know. It's about having good, somebody to go against. Yes, it's all about having a foil. It's about having that one foil to be like, okay, this is we're gonna push this to the next level. It's like it's like imagine Joker without Batman. You know, Joker would just be nothing. Batman's what makes him even more compelling than what he is. So, but without that, that Joker is just a guy in paint, laughing and just destroying everything. No one will stop. There's no, there's nothing compelling there. It's the same with Roman. Roman has. Nothing. There is nothing there to a point where just take them off TV. I know it sounds wrong to say take them off TV because he's probably the best thing on SmackDown. But SmackDown's been shit anyway, so who gives a shit? It's been bad. SmackDown's been terrible. Uh, the, the roster on that show is god awful. You have a bunch of basically a bunch of nobodies. All you have in terms of babyface on that roster is you SmackDown. That's it. Jeff Hardy, I mean, yeah, you can always push Jeff Hardy. He's always going to be popular. But I don't think nobody in their right in their right minds even think Jeff Hardy has a cunt's hair chance of winning that match. No one no one thinks this. So, no, no one would think this. Exactly. And that's the problem. I need you need some type of disbelief. You need some type of just Something to keep the people intrigued in the actual feud. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. I think it's Brock Lesnar yeah. for some fucking reason. And at this point, I'm like. There's no strong talents, but guess what? <laughs> they could have. You could have used them, but instead, they decided to cut them. You said use who? I mean. They said they had several, several good. So, like, you could have built up fucking Keith Lee, but then they just want to do their Bearcat stupid shit, embarrass him on his way out, and fucking fire him. They had several other good people that even if you know that wasn't gonna win, just to sit here and plug and feed him, and you know, feed people to Roman. Now it's like, okay, Brock Lesnar. Okay, Roman beats Brock Lesnar, then what? Then the, the next person, Mr. Man? Like, I, who else? And you have to sit here and sh- uh, repeat, literally repeat. Alright, start this all over again. Drew McIntyre, uh, Sami Zayn, this person, that person, and literally this is gonna be, uh, uh, excuse me, it's gonna be a repeat, but then they're gonna shuffle. They're gonna shuffle it, so. Very much. It's just, there's no one. Unfortunately, there's just no one. It's nothing. Uh, you know, SmackDown, you could easily have built people up you could easily have built people up to beat Roman you could have built up a Keithley over time to find and throw Roman but they didn't do that you could have done a lot of people but they didn't do that 
So, I mean, no, it is what it is. Yeah, but yeah, we, we all know that's not gonna happen. We all we all know it's not gonna happen, bro. Uh, moving on. We have a few things to talk about in the gaming, uh, in the gaming sphere. Um, yeah, like how FF14 is, is is killing it right now in more ways than one. What happened? Oh, that the Q time is absolutely horrendous. <laughs> have you not seen the Q time trying to get into the game? Oh, no, I haven't started up. I got Endwalker and I haven't oh. started it yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, when you when you try to get in there, you'll probably have that queue of like three thousand. Jesus Christ. What's going on? Yeah, man. Endwalker, that guy. Well, you have the members, sir. They have that many players. Oh, shit. You got players who came back. You got players who are still playing. You got players who never stopped playing. I mean... All right. I mean, mean, I'm playing it right now. I'm no longer a Lollafell, at least for now. You say you're no longer what? I went... A Lollafell. Oh. I'm a bunny boy. Okay. Well, like I said, I'll join whatever server you're on when by the time I when I hop on the game. And we Much more. Run the game. Miss being Because uh, me switching my servers was a huge mistake. I wish I never did that. I know. Uh, anywho, uh, uh, moving on. Does anybody want to talk about... Uh... Why is your voice doing that? Does anybody want to talk about... Okay. Does anybody... Because you, you just cut me off. And I'm going to fight you. Alright. Does anybody want to talk about... Um, Grand Theft Auto the Definitive Edition? Anybody want to have that The game that I said I wasn't going to buy and I'm glad I still did it? <laughs> ah, yes, you you made the right choice. Apparently, that game is so borked and so bugged that it it's it they had to just fix it recently. Like they recently just fixed that shit. They it took them a, it took them a brick to fix it. That's the fucked up part. And it turns out they rushed the game, so oh. Yeah. Oh, it's almost like Rockstar, you know, it's almost like they're greedy. Yeah, like you said. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then I can't remember who it was that made the argument. Who do you need money for, for GTA 6? Everybody named Grandmama has GTA 5. Everybody named Grandmama bought it. Everybody played the online. Everybody, people are still fucking buying it. They made enough goddamn money from GTA 5. They don't need no more fucking money to make GTA 6. I want to hear that. Crocodiles, they need funding for GTA. Still, no, the fuck they don't. They're just sitting there being fucking greedy, dangling fucking carrots in front of us, hoping we fucking. But here, here's the definitive edition. And I'm sorry if you bought it. I don't feel sorry for you. Yeah, a lot of people. I'll just say that. I'll just say this: people who complained that it even got made. I mean, I'll say the same thing that uh, was it Bethesda said about fucking um, Diver. If y'all people people keep buying GTA games, whether it's GTA Five, Four, or whatever the case <laughs> may be, you keep buying it, we'll just keep making it. Yeah, yep, right. and you know what? And you know what? For those people who say oh, Rockstar is greedy, it's like no, they're making the games, and y'all still buying it. 
So if 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 it if all I have to do while working on GTA six, which we know they're working on. We know they're doing it. It'll be out at some point. Yeah. But if, if but to keep you know, just to keep games and just put some money in their pocket. If I know that, yeah, you know what? These idiots are gonna buy this game regardless. So why not just put this on here? <laughs> and they Yeah, it's just it's the same thing with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It's like Oh, hmm. let's see. Kingdom Hearts three. Let's show you. A little, let's make an announcement, kind of thing. Oh, great, cool. Hey, uh, here's two point five. Okay, here's two point eight. Ah, <sighs> Square Enix. Here's two point nine divided by two. MC equals Square. Eat our ass. You the fuck. And people, and like you said, people keep fucking buying it. That's why I took a stand. And in this day and age, I'm not sitting here wasting and spending my fucking money. Oh, when well, you can sit here and play, I don't. I, I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. My favorite Grand Theft Auto is Grand Theft Auto Three. I played a little bit of San Andreas, but other than that, and I played the joint, the Chinatown Wars, or whatever. So I'm not gonna sit here and spend fifty dollars for a fucking HD version of Grand Theft Auto Three. So that I, they, this was not for me anyway. But but even if so, even if I played all the other ones, I took a stand. And sit here and say, no, I'm not doing this. That's why I also took a stand and say, I'm done with Skyrim. I'm not buying another fucking Skyrim. Even if they come out with the PS PS10 years from now. And they're like, Skyrim, Super Edition, Remaster, Ultra Gold, Gold, Gold. You can see your character breathing edition. I'm still not fucking buying it. I'm Speaking not buying this game. I took, a, Skyrim for some fucking I took, a, I took a fucking stand and I said, I'm not buying this. So people need to start fucking doing that. You can't sit here and complain about shit and then still, uh, still waste your money and give them your money for mediocrity and stupid shit. So I chose not to spend my money on this. So I'm fucking I complained about it. And how would that look me sitting there complaining about Rockstar and them being greedy and I turned around and buy it? I did the same thing with Square Enix. I didn't buy all those fucking Kingdom Hearts. I said, I'm not buying this until I get my Kingdom Hearts 3. And then I bought Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, yeah but see, most people say, I'm not even... See, that's the thing with me. I don't even mention them. Like, I, when I hear, like, oh, GTA Defender Edition, it goes in one air, out the... Ooh, no Skyrim. In one air and out the other. I, I just don't care. Because, like, if, you're, if you have Skyrim, all these, like... This this is the problem with uh, Skyrim. It's like if you had Skyrim all this time. Now beforehand, you can make a case. You know the uh, special edition. That is probably the only time that another buy, so buying the Skyrim special edition was probably the only time it was maybe worth spending again. Just because at that point they gave consoles mod support. Right. That was the only. Like the only time it may have been worth actually buying Skyrim ever. Um, but if you had it on PC for the dawn of time, you never needed it. You already had what they were giving you years ago. Um, but again, like Bethesda said, people keep buying Skyrim. So, you know. But me, exactly, I, kinda... I'm sorry, go ahead. Also, me, it, it doesn't even bother. Like, it doesn't. Like, when I see stuff like that, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, some people say, oh, it's them being greedy. I'm like, it's not really them being greedy. It's just them being smart. They looked at the numbers, and they realized that, well, you guys are buying uh, their game. So if you're going to keep buying their game, then they are going to make said game again and again and again and again and again while making their sixth one. You know? So... It was the argument, because I had this argument with Wild Fang, 
for um, a, a while ago. I love, that. don't get me wrong, I love Skyrim. I love Skyrim. I had it when I had my Xbox 360, and I purposely put 360 hours into this game. And I was like, ha ha ha, the 360, 360 hours, yay, whatever. And that was the 360. I was like, okay. And I just stopped playing it or whatever, because I was like, yo, I didn't pretty much damn near do, done everything I could. And then the story, I beat this game repeatedly several times, had several different builds. All right, I'm kind of done. Then I got my PS4, because all my friends had PlayStations, and nobody had an Xbox. And I was like, well, I'm not about to sit here and get an Xbox, plus I don't have the games that I actually do want to play or are back on Sony, whatever. I'm just get a PlayStation. Got my PlayStation. I was like, huh, la la la, let me see what games I can get while I'm waiting for my other games to come out. Oh shit, Skyrim's discounted. It's literally on sale and I got it for like 20 bucks. So I was like, well, fuck it. Something to play for X amount of time and while I'm waiting for my other shit to come out. So I got Skyrim for the PS4 and I put a good amount of work and stuff like that into it as well. I have my PS5. Skyrim is not on my PlayStation 5, nor will it ever see, the, see my PS5 at all. Now, while well, I'm did download it when I had got my Legion laptop and stuff like that, because it's free for Game Pass, I literally played it for like an hour, and I was like, I'm not doing this, and removed it from my from my PC. I understand the fact of... I understand the fact of... So say like in this case, in my example, I started up Skyrim when the 360 came out. And say like I didn't get a PS4. So I got my PS5, or even didn't get, just now getting a Legion laptop. And it's like, oh shit, Skyrim HD remake, or just Skyrim, you know, Gold Wipe My Ass edition. Alright, time to get Skyrim again. Hmm. So it's kind of, it, it's a catch-22, because it's kind of like, okay, I see, I understand for people that had Skyrim on the, play, the PlayStation 3 and the old gen, the old days and shit like that, and then now you got the new gen shit, so it's like, well, you know, let me get a little bit of nostalgia or whatever, because... Yeah, I just bought Tide of Tasmania Tiger for my fucking Switch. 30, 40 fucking dollars for two games. But, you know what, guess what? Hey, I beat the game in like two hours. But, hey, I wanted to do that. But, then it's like, okay, I can kind of understand that. You had the shit for the PS3. It's two consoles later. Alright, that, I can kind of. But then it doesn't really still, that doesn't help anyone's case. Because nobody can really count the numbers and look down at it and say... Okay, so out of the 1 million copies of the Skyrim HD remake sold, uh, oh wow, half of those were from people that had just got the new gen consoles and haven't had a, con a new console in like 2-3 consoles. Okay, so that makes sense. You can't really look at the numbers that way, unfortunately. It's just, not nah, bitch, we sold like 10 million copies of this, and ha 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 ha, that means that people still want to buy it, ha 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 ha. Did you ever mod your Skyrim? Um, ouch. The one, so I will admit, uh, that's actually also what I thought was super funny with the mods and stuff. Um, because I found a, which mod was it that I found? It was like, apparently like a Star Wars mod. And, yeah, I had a lightsaber, so, uh, that was fun as shit. Um. That, that, that is the appeal of Skyrim. That is literally, if, if you're playing Skyrim, or even buying Skyrim anything after the 360 era. You're only buying it for mods. Yeah. If you're not modding that, if you're, if, if, unless you've never played Skyrim. Yeah, and then, my, there's, it, and then there's the fact that, like, literally, 
when people play the game they in fact what was the name of that game where you were in the underworld what you the swear the one where you're in the underworld and you meet Hades slash all of the Egyptian gods of death combined into one person I don't know I'm talking to a spirit the game you literally for, forsaken or spoken whatever what's it called well, uh, you talk about the Forgotten City? Yes. Did you know that that started off as a Skyrim mod? Yeah. And then it was turned into its own game because they didn't want to get killed yeah. by Skyrim. Yeah, that's a Skyrim mod. That literally wouldn't yeah. exist if it wasn't for Skyrim. Yeah, they even put it in the, in the end ranks. Yeah. They put it where? For the end credits. The, the end credits. It was like, yeah, thank you guys. Blah, blah, blah. It started off as a mod and then now it's actually its own full game. Thank you guys. It was just pretty much like a little thank you note. Yeah, they literally was great that 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 is basically anyone buying skyrim now if you're buying skyrim or nostalgia at this stage you're wrong because if you play skyrim for as many hours as most people had back on the 360 or any point that you were able to have it before you know special edition Mm mm-hmm the only reason people why buy, the only reason why you buy Skyrim now is mods. And if you do not, and me personally, unless you've never played Skyrim before, like, you know, maybe you were too young or whatever the case may be. But if you've already played Skyrim and you buy special edition or any most recent edition of Skyrim and you're not modding your game, then you basically are wasting your time. Because there's literally nothing on that game. That, like I said, if you've played for any amount of time, you know, everything on Skyrim, most people, you could have done a thousand times over. And there's no need to revisit that for nostalgia. Skyrim, playing that legit again, yeah. after putting in three, four hundred plus hours, you're wrong. Now, if the modding in Skyrim is what really brings that game to life. Whether it's uh, like a hundred new fucking spells, new quests, New races, uh, you know. If the, if there was one game that I would say is legitimately worth buying a second time, if you have a PlayStation, is Skyrim. Just for the simple fact that this is the one game that has mod support out of any game on any con- any con- uh, any console game. Um, and people love mod support. I mean, look at Xenoverse 2. Yeah. So, which is a fucking embarrassment. Bandai Namco should be ashamed. But Wait, Xenoverse. If you look at the mods of Xenoverse 2, Bandai Namco should be ashamed because those mods of Xenoverse 2 are fucking amazing. Yeah. It's do. not even funny. Oh yeah. But the thing is, with Skyrim being like that one game that is, you know, that you can literally mod. Mm-hmm. If people actually stop complaining and actually praise it for that, yeah. who knows what other developers might do? Oh, nothing. Um, Look at Battlefield 2009. Yeah, I'm talking about as far as the story mod. Now, they probably won't do it. You know, I don't know why other companies don't look at Skyrim, what Skyrim did, and allow mods on their system. It's obviously, it obviously must not be that hard to do because Elder Scrolls has done it. So, for, for fucking three... Three or four different devices, maybe not the Switch, but the PlayStation, Xbox, and PC have their own have their own you know set of mods. So obviously there's something there. 
Um, that is like the only game that if I didn't have on PC, I had the special edition because I already I had Skyrim and I got it for free. Yeah. But if I didn't own a PC, I even downloaded it on Game Pass just because I wanted to see if there was any different Xbox mods than PC. But that would probably have been the only game I would have jumped the chance to get. Again, despite me destroying that game on Xbox 360, the fact that it's mod support, that, is, that, that basically makes Skyrim an entirely different game. You know, you can cheat. You don't have to sit there and fucking start all over if you don't want. You can give yourself, you know... Uh, strength, you know, that, you know, whatever the fuck you want. So, you know, that is the one game I will say, at least when you buy that game, you're getting something actually worth your time. Yeah. Some other games, GTA, I mean, sure, it's a more beautiful, it's a a better looking Grand Theft Auto. Uh, Who gives a shit? Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition? No. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm I'm not saying where it is, I'm saying where it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be a, a better-looking GTA. Who gives a shit? It's GTA. There's no... There's no difference yeah. between playing GTA and 2020... GTA 3 PS2 and GTA 3 Definitive Edition. It's the same missions. Yes, the visuals may look better. You know, I say may, right? But it's the same fucking game. There's no legit difference between uh, Skyrim... I mean, Skyrim. GTA... And that game. Is that a positive or negative? I mean, it is what it is, but... I don't know. Now, should, you know, should they just get on with releasing GTA 6? Absolutely. Yeah. Should they get on and just... But see, it's easy. All you gotta do is really just update, take the game. They're, they're just taking the assets and just, quote, quote, buffering them up to make them look better. Should they be working on GTA 6? Yes. Should they be, you know, should Elder Scrolls 6... Be on my doorstep next year, yeah, sure. But we know that's not gonna happen. Yeah, so various years. You know, I, I don't know what they're gonna do, but certain games, if 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 game developers put more effort into uh, actual re-releases of games, it wouldn't be as bad. But the fact is, they don't. And when you don't put effort into re-release games. Yeah, you deserve to get called out for it. Yeah, which is what brings me to the thing. It's like yo, gaming recently just been—I don't know, man. It's just—it's just been weird. Oh, oh, I've been having a shit ton of stuff to play on my Switch. I've been downstairs more often than I've been on my PS5 for a little bit. Of course, I expected that, but that's damn sure probably going to change in the next two months. I mean, we've all said this, I mean, coming in, that these consoles, anyone who's, like, super pressed to get them shouldn't be. You're not missing anything. Like, legitimately, you aren't missing a damn thing. (laughs) You're not missing, like, any games. You're not missing any type of... Because there's really no PS5 exclusives. You have Ratchet and Clank. And Returnal. And Godfall. Well, actually, not even Godfall anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have Ratchet and Clank and Eternal. That, hey, that to Godfall? me... It's on PS4 now. Oh, shit. You're right. And it was on PC. And it was on PC. So that's not even a PS5 exclusive. And the game is shit. But... Nah. Um, at the end of the day... 
you know, there's nothing on these consoles really that's like buy me now. Everyone's so perfect to get a PS5, and I get it. It's new. I get it. I understand. Trust me. But the PW Press aren't even like real like true gamers. They're like guys who play COD, only COD and only Madden, or some stupid shit like that. And like, there's nothing to worry about. You're so pressed to getting a PS5 or a PS4 and this, that, and the other, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, a PS5, but at the end of the day, there's nothing on this console. You'll be sitting here still, to this day, playing a PS4 game, whether it's Final Fantasy XIV, it could be anything. It could be a good PS4 game. But you'll most likely still be playing PS4 games. Now, yes, there are PS5 games, you know, obviously, you know, but there's no exclusives. So, that's just my prediction on that. That's just my thing on that. I don't think no one should be pressed to get a PS5 right now. I mean, nothing on it. Like, you'd be more pressed to get I'll I'll, I'll be pressing more to get a Switch than a PS5. At least the Switch actually has games on it worth fucking time. Yeah. Uh, I got one more question before we roll the fuck. What do you guys think about the recent game, like gaming landscape? Like, do you think it's just going to be, it's going to get any better, or do you think it's just going to remain as static as it currently is? Because right now, all we're going is, we're just going to the same motions over again, and we're getting sequels and remakes, then sequels, then remakes. And in a new game. I haven't gotten anything that's been like super spectacular. So far, I would probably say the only games that I have probably played, and I'm going to count the Switch, because like you said, it's just been remakes as I'm currently playing Brilliant Diamond. Um, which is a remake. And Tied to Tasmanian Tiger, which is an HD remake. Uh, so I'm not even counting shit with the Switch. Um, the only game I would probably say that I have played so far on my PS5, that's not a remake, a HD remake, a reboot, or whatever like that, or still even in the continuation, so I'm not counting Assassin's Creed, I would probably have to say, I truly, really, really enjoyed Kena, Bridge of Spirits. That game was beautifully done. Yes, it was short or whatever, but it's a $30 game. If this was a $60 game, it was that short, I would have been raised some hell. Um, it was beautifully done. The music, uh, the music score was beautiful. The composition that they did for it, I like the story and stuff like that. It kind of left it with that cliffhanger and stuff. So, and they also said there will be a part two for stuff they were working on and stuff for it. And it was original. So that, to me, honestly, since I've had my PS5, that's probably been one of. I would probably say I'm not going to count Back for Blood either because literally this is just Left for Dead Three. If you want to count Back for Blood, sure, but I'm not. It's Left for Dead 3. We all know it's Left for Dead 3. But I would probably say I'm going to have to say Kana is really, really good. But other than that, looking at my list, uh, Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed, Back for Blood, uh, a lot of other remakes and shit like that. Yeah, I played Immortal Phoenix Rising, but that literally was an Assassin's Creed game meets had sex with a Legend of Zelda game, and then that game came to be. Literally, it is a Legend of Zelda Assassin's Creed game. So, I'm not counting that either. Hmm. Anything has been stagnant. You know, the sad thing is, it's funny, 
and wild thing you can maybe agree or disagree. Outside of the feet, the Kenya and like the other the you know, these other games that come that tend to come out randomly that be you know, good. Isn't it ironic that the best games that usually come out throughout the years, outside of a God of War show like that, are Souls games? Yeah, it's always going to be that way because but, Souls games are literally think, some of the best content that has come out. You think you have Neo 2, right? Neo 2 is one of the, you know, is a very good game for what it is. Like, very good. Uh, Immortal Shell, for what it was, from a small team, I, I think, not even a triple-A game. Very good. It's on Game Pass right now. I think it's going to be on Plus if it's not if, on Plus as well. It's like, for the last couple of years, the best games, or the most anticipated games, has been these Souls games. You had, uh, was it, Sekiro, yeah. which won Game of the Year. It's just funny how we complain about Souls games, but outside of your niche games here and there or something that you may personally just want, those are like your best titles all year. Those are the games that are spoken about all year. Even Star Wars is a Souls game. Uh, the, the Fallen Order. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It, it's funny to me how we shit on the Souls genre in general, whether it's the Dark Souls, or a Star Wars, or a Neo, funny how we shit on those games, but those tend to be the most, for the most part, the most consistent games that come out. Every time they keep you engaged, they keep you engaged. Some of them, they keep you engaged. They give you good gameplay. Some of them give you, you know, high difficulty. Some of them give you, you know, some of them from different devs give you difficulties. But it's like these are the, these are the games. That really, um, that really just give you uh, the most that you get, the, the bang for your buck. Yeah. Whereas some do not. Some of them just they come out buying. You you like them, but you know they 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 either you either get tired of them. Or you don't finish them, or whatever the case may be, and it's just kind of funny to me how that works. I'm um, real pissed off. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I think you know RPGs. RPGs have been fine. You got Tales of Arise. That's been fine. Although I have my I have issues with that game. Titans. Um. Wait, wait. You didn't like Tales of Arise? Oh no, I loved it. It's just. The problem with Tales of Arise, yeah. this really isn't a problem. It's more just because I've seen so much of anime. Yeah. It's very anime. It is, and I mean by story. Okay. It's by the numbers. It's by the numbers. You can sit there and play Tales of Arise, yeah. and you can really say, okay, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. This is going to happen. And as you're playing the game, it goes beat by beat. There is literally no, like... They took no risks. Hmm. You know, if you if you have played any... I mean, not played. If you have watched any anime, especially, like, anime like this, yeah. 
you are going to sit there and be like, okay, that's happening. And it's just by the numbers. And that, that was my only complaint. That it, it didn't take any risks with any of the characters. It didn't take any risk with any of the plot. Um, you know, you didn't really lose anyone as far as deaths. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that's it's bad. just, and I don't care if it's spoilers. It's been games now for like three months now. Too late, clowns. Um, it's just, it's by the numbers. Mm-hmm. It's very by the numbers. You play that game, you're like, okay. Uh, I'm, you know, you, you, it's like, you wait for something to happen. You wait for something, like, unique. You wait for something to, to, to kind of change it in a way to maybe to flip, this, to flip the script, right? Yeah. And no, nothing. You, you hope that it's not by the numbers, and it's literally just by the numbers. Which isn't really a bad thing, because the story is fine. It's just, because I've watched so much anime, it's just by numbers. So that's just that was my thing on tails. I, I beat it the day before, or well, the day uh, the day before, and Walker launched. Mm. Um, and there's no trophy for playing it on hard difficulty. Mm. All, so. right. But, all right, I'm going to we're going to end it here. Does anybody else have anything you want to say about the gaming industry and its faults before we log off? Oh, so I can go get our groceries too. She just dropped them off. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, log us off. Hopefully, we can come back next week and uh, talk some extra stuff. There is some extra stuff I do want to talk about. We'll talk about that shit next week. But all right, guys. Uh, catch you guys on the next Wild Fang podcast. Of course, like normal. <laughs> Never gonna be listed on the. Left.